0: Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Rate the Record podcast, Lucky 7, Episode 7 this week, and you are joined by your hosts, Chris and... Savannah. Yay! Once again, as if it was ever going to (laughs) change. I hope not. (laughs) But yes, Episode 7 this week, we are just rolling right along with this thing, getting better as we go, I think. If you agree that yeah. we're getting better as we go, you can go ahead and hit the like and subscribe buttons on YouTube because once again, also leave comments too. We love we want to start oh, responding to yeah. comments, you know? Yeah. And of course we're trying to build that oh so lovable community of so where we can all have this big discussion about music. Yes. But, of course, the audio platforms, too, that are out there, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, CastBox, Anchor, and now Bandcamp, which I'll talk about in just a second. Uh, yeah, subscribe and follow to all of those, leave comments, ratings, everything. We want to build this thing to the sky.
1: Yes, and um, I do just have to ask, uh, seven episodes, how the hell are uh, we still allowed to do this? I mean, not that I don't want to, but it is baffling yet exciting
0: how have we not been crucified for some of our opinions yeah especially me mine are terrible <laughs> i was gonna say the classic rock fans are gonna hunt me down like a hog or something like that after tom petty last week yeesh
1: and the chili pepper fans are oh, oh they're just gonna they're gonna run topless at me i swear at
0: least you've still had yours in the 60s okay i mean like mine was complete failure <laughs> <laughs> but And if it, you want to listen to
1: that episode that was last week <laughs>
0: Yeah, Tom Petty last week, Chili Peppers before that, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, there's going to be, like, a, the card above my head somewhere. Uh, you can click that to get the other episodes. But wait until this one's done. Yes, please, please. This one's good. I swear. But as I mentioned a moment ago, yes, we are on Bandcamp now. Uh, if you already know what Bandcamp is and you don't want to hear this part, then just skip ahead to the disclaimer or whatever. Because uh, I just want to mention this real quick. So Bandcamp is a platform where you can stream and download content for free or for a price. Um, all of our content is free on Bandcamp. We aren't charging for it but there is an option to pay uh, per episode if you want you can pay as little or as much as you'd like but it is 100 percent optional do not feel obligated to have to pay it's all there it's just another streaming platform by all means if you have an app for bandcamp use it if you have an account you can follow us there that would be fantastic
1: listen and love it please thank you
0: and maybe give us money <laughs> I I, I wanted to sound very friendly, but let's be (laughs) serious here. No, no, seriously. It is optional. You don't have to pay. It's all good. It's there. Just listen and enjoy. That's all we really wanted of this. Oh, yeah. But anyways, if you are brand new to the podcast, uh, I'll get to you in just a moment because I also want to say welcome back to everyone who's been here before. So glad that you've joined us again. You must like us just enough to want to be back here again.
1: What is wrong with you?
0: Yes. This could be a big uh, (laughs) explanation of your mental state. (laughs) But if you are new <laughs> hearing that little note, welcome. Uh, we hope you enjoy your stay and your mental state is stable enough to enjoy the podcast. Um, if you don't know what we do here, each week Savannah and I will choose an album, be it at random, anniversary-type special edition albums, viewer's choice. We pick one, we'll discuss it in length, we rank the songs, and then we rate the record as if there was another reason to name it, rate the record.
1: All of my jokes have been exhausted by now, so.
0: I can't believe we write yep. the record. On Rate the Record, she said oh, three God. episodes in a row. <laughs> well,
1: when you pointed it out, I was like, damn, I got to think something else. I have yet to think of any other joke other than being surprised of something I'm part of. I don't know.
0: I remember when we started this and you were so excited to be like witty. And now you've <laughs> lost your wits and we're only seven episodes in. You should have pre-planned.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a sprinter. I'm not a marathoner. <laughs> It's all gone at the beginning.
0: That's it. Done. Oh, so you're a grower, not a shower. Gotcha. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. I pick on Savannah all the time, but with that said, we do have kind of a disclaimer that we'd like to say at the beginning of each episode to make sure we're kind of all on the same page regarding, like, you know, not bullying each other. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) Not crapping all over each other's opinions, just having friendly conversations about things. So, Savannah, if you would, please.
1: Okay. Okay. The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss on Rate the Record regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun, discussing and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you're welcome to take what we we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain
0: of salt. There you go. Sounding cleaner and cleaner every single week. I've been practicing. Yeah, you stay in front of a mirror as if you're saying a speech to like thousands, tens of thousands of people.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And then I splash some cold water on my face and slap my cheeks a little
0: bit and really get pumped. Get yourself hyped for another episode of the podcast because this week is a... God, this album is fantastic, but I guess we're going to have to (laughs) wait to talk about that. I I just want to jump into it so badly, because I like this album so much. It is Mr. Bungle with the album California, their final album before disbanding in 1999. (sighs) Uh, So Mr. Bungle, yeah, they are an experimental rock band, although they've also been listed as genres like funk metal, avant-garde, alternative metal, etc. There's a bunch, actually, in the the mix. Uh, Originally from Eureka, California, later from San Francisco. They originally formed in 1985 as a death metal band, but that started to change over time, and you'll definitely hear that difference today. (laughs) Uh, The band started with a lineup of, okay, so this word's going to come up a lot, multi-instrumentalist and lead singer Mike Patton, guitarist and multi-instrumentalist uh, Trace Bruins bassist Trevor Dunn multi-instrumentalist Theo Lang- L- Langiel? Langiel I think I'm saying that right and drummer J- Jad Watts uh, though for the release of their final album uh, of original material because they just released recently uh, released uh, an EP of an old demo of theirs but that oh. doesn't count because it's not technically original material anymore um but yes, California this uh, for this final album, uh Langiel would not appear and Watts would be replaced by drummer Danny Harefets in 1989. With Mike Patton's success following his time in San Francisco alt-metal band Faith No More, Mr. Bungle was signed to Warner Brothers Records, where they released three studio albums between 1990 and 1999. California, the one that we're doing today, uh, it was recorded in late 1998 across various recording studios, I think it was like four altogether, Uh, and the album was released in July 1999 through Warner Brothers Records. The album was self-produced and didn't technically produce any singles, though the songs Vertigo pink cigarette and vanity fair are some of the more well-known tracks from this album the album got praised by publications such as pitchfork exclaim and alternative press who the latter of all those gave the album four out of five stars Uh, this album was named number 15 on rolling stone's album of the years chart in germany unfortunately not the united states or canada but i can't understand why because it is an amazing album (laughs) so there you go that's the brief explanation rundown of Mr. Bungle in California but yeah their their last album as a band uh, their most consumable and commercial friendly album considering that their self-titled and Disco Volante albums are uh, a sight to behold I was very very tempted to, uh, pick the self-titled album for today's show, but I didn't do that because the only reason why I didn't do it is because it's 73 minutes long and we just did a 73 minute album a couple of weeks ago. So I was like, you know what, let's just, just we're still on break from that. So let's just take this one. It's only like, what, 44 minutes and 16 seconds. I have it here in front of me.
1: I thank you a lot for your consideration of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my time.
0: <laughs> How <laughs> valuable.
1: That, that That's 70 minutes. I'm sitting going... I I could be doing nothing for 70 minutes, but how the hell am I supposed to listen
0: to an entire album? This is wild. Just you wait until the day I pick the Fragile by Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) Double album, two hours of music. It's going to be like a double header episode. That's not even in the cards right now, but who knows? I might throw it in at some point.
1: Well, I mean, if we're picking our own albums, I definitely think you're going to slide that one right
0: in there eventually, not yet, God but damn. eventually. God damn. We'll, we'll work into that one. <laughs> but anyways, right. let's start talking yes. music, specifically California by Mr. Bungle. So the very first song on this album to open everything up, Sweet Charity
1: okay so just setting the scene here i can picture him standing center stage just singing while this like there is sort of like a set behind them and as the song goes on they're rearranging the set into different things because this song to me is just like scene then different scene different scene and it's just kind of this small amalgamation of sm- like like a, a I don't know like a little mini play in one song, and that just sparks a lot of visuals and I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's understandable because I do have a point on here that says um, I can likely say this for the rest of the album as well. It's not just this track in particular, but there's a great cinematic feeling. Type of feeling in this track and all of these tracks, like yeah. And uh, any Mike Patton fan out there will know that like he's in the band Phantomas and they have like a whole album full of cover songs. I can't remember what it is, but like he loves cinema, and so I mean it's no surprise that he'd want this album to have like a cinematic quality to it, especially with some of the songs on here that just are really heavy in story. It's not a concept album, but every song kind of tells its own story especially a few coming up but uh yeah going back to sweet charity uh this is a very very pleasant start to the album for the most part i mean there's there's moments of tension in it especially in the courses but uh it's just a very nice opening to the album specifically you just hear the waves you hear birds and just whistling into soft slide guitars and stuff like that it's it's so pleasant
1: I, I, I got confusing yet interesting start to the album because I wasn't sure what to expect. But as it went on, I'm like, OK, this isn't that bad. Actually, yeah. you know what? Just side note for the entire album, not just this song. Before I even started critiquing or really listening to it, I had played the album six or seven times and then decided to actually start listening to it. It is it was so easy to just play. This and whole album, eh? Oh, that was it. I, I I, might spoil a little bit by saying I fucking loved it.
0: <laughs> I liked it a well, lot. Well, the fact that you listened to it six or seven times. Had, <laughs> had, had you listened to it previously before I brought this up as an episode? No. <laughs> Never. Wow, that says no, a lot. Yeah, not once. That already, Oh, and so I should have mentioned this uh, prior, a little behind the scenes. Uh, if if anyone's been paying attention, usually Savannah and I do not discuss our song rankings going into an episode. They're all just kind of surprises as we pop them up and see if we match or not. But we will usually tell each other the album scores off camera so that way I can have it ready on Photoshop. We're changing that rule now. So th- we no longer know our album rankings right now. So <laughs> she doesn't know what my score is. I don't know what hers is and so we're, i think we're both kind of excited to see where this lands yeah oh, because yeah. we want that genuine reaction now we don't want to just throw it in and already know where it's supposed to be
1: yeah so
0: it's it's gonna be pretty exciting i'm gonna have to do some quick math on my uh, phone here <laughs> when that time comes but yeah that that's fine by me i don't care i, I want genuine reaction here i want real yeah. acting speaking of cinematic quality yes yes uh, still going on about this song, because I could say a billion things about these, every song on this album. Yeah. But this is another one of those things where I can just stretch across the entire album. Can uh, Mike Patton just serenade me daily, please? <laughs> I have a couple
1: notes coming up about that.
0: <laughs> this man is, like, solid gold. He has a voice, like, compared to none. Like, he is... His voice is perfection, uh, and you can go ahead and at me if you want because you're wrong because Mike Patton is just <laughs> perfect vocalist. Yeah, he, he can scream, hit the high notes, hit the low notes. He sounds beautiful in his mid range. I mean, I could I could just make a whole episode talking about Mike Patton. <laughs> But, yeah, this this track does bring, like, a pleasant mix of, like, you know, those soft, flowy kind of melodies and everything like that into the more dramatic courses. Uh, that feels like a really nice kind of mashup. I enjoy it. Um, and because the course is so catchy, you don't even really think about how far the song extends because it's past five minutes. It's like five minutes and five seconds, it says yeah. right here in front of me. You don't even notice because it's just like you're enjoying what you're listening to.
1: Uh, by the time I had thought holy choruses, I think there are maybe three left. So it took that long for me to think wow this is kind of dragging on, but then it ended so it didn't feel like it kind of dragged on it was just like, it was just enough when I started to have enough, it, it, it was ending.
0: Which at the very nice. least, too, at the very least with the, the choruses, especially towards the end, uh, he they changed keys. Yes. Uh, so at least it's Good. different and it's not just the same thing pushing through.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's something I really enjoyed out of that. I okay. think my,
1: my last note on that, just the th- theatrical sort of cinematic stuff. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I really like the deep drums. It just, it
0: filled oh, it yeah. out completely.
1: Like, you would be missing something if that wasn't there.
0: Actually, there's a note I have on the next song, which technically, you know what, let's just, we'll see what the next song is now. None of them knew yeah. they were robots. Uh, wow. There's a note that I have that I'll actually tie into Sweet Charities because this whole album has, like, like a sound theme to it. Like, it's, like obviously there's a, like a lot of different things going on in different tracks, but it, it always comes back to that kind of, like, surfer rock type of vibe yeah, from like the 50s yeah, and yeah. 60s like it feels very old school and that I, like even the cover of the album which i was gonna show i do have it on vinyl right here you see this little uh, couple playing on a the beach there in california so like it has those old school vibes to it in more ways than one I, I i'm surprised i haven't worn out this vinyl yet to be honest <laughs> but yeah none of them knew they were robots uh Super crazy tense intro into, like, the calmer, uh, surfy, jazzy kind of verses. Like, seriously, every member of this band are geniuses since they figure out how to make that work because the way it transitions shouldn't work. But it does. Like, it, it, it doesn't feel like an awkward mashup. It's just everything works when it comes together and just flows from one to the next.
1: Um, Just to... <laughs> couple notes that i have about this uh one those horns are 100 necessary <laughs> two as soon as the song started i thought hell yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's like really heavy in the beginning to <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
1: I like this and then when it goes into sort of the smoother stuff i'm like okay you hooked me at the beginning and you have me in, in the middle you, you got me still so and uh and just one point just says sound effects
0: Oh, that comes up a lot through the album.
1: <laughs> I like that. They caught me off guard, but like in a pleasant way.
0: There, yeah, there are sound effects. And then there's just literally sounds they're making with the instruments yeah. that sound like just weird sound effects.
1: Like slide like, whistle kind well, of sounds. There's even that,
0: stuff. G- that one guitar where it just sounds like they have like a, one of those like slides on the uh, the neck of the guitar. And it's like, yeah. like they do that. Like that's kind of a cool little sound, too. I like that. And actually, uh, speaking of like sound effects and cartoony kind of stuff, I said once the course kicks in, it's just a wacky, cartoony kind of party, and I'm here for it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, having an absolute lot of fun with this one. Invite me to this party, please. It does feel uh, – in. this feels like a – like even lyrically because I know we don't usually do this. I know you didn't do this because you mentioned off camera you didn't. Nope. I decided to take a look at some of the lyrics and everything like that. Not that I'm making it a huge part of the analysis, but I wanted to try to make it a little bit of the analysis. Yeah. Especially because these lyrics are probably – a lot deeper than most people would suspect when you're listening to a music like this because you think they're just being, like, zany, whatever. It's just like, oh, these guys are just having fun. It's yeah. Like, no, some of these get, like, really existential and, like, really dark and depressing. Oh, really? I-, I mentioned this in the past, too, especially with Elliot Smith about having, like, these jumpy upbeat songs with really dark undertone to it. Yeah. Because this this song really kind of made me feel like 1950s, 60s sci-fi and, like, for taking a look at it through that scope. Yeah. Because, like, you know, obviously they had, none of them knew they were robots, but I think it has a lot to do with, like, you know, just kind of going with what you're told and not questioning anything type thing. It's, like, one of those, like, punky authoritarian type things, like, don't tell me what to do, yeah. or anti-authoritarian, I should say.
1: You boomers, et cetera, <laughs> et cetera.
0: Yeah, but this this song was a lot of fun to get through and again, you don't even feel time go by in this track. It's over 6 minutes long, but it's just like <laughs> you you don't think about it. Oh, yes. I did not even notice at all. my um, My last
1: note just says, "I don't even know. I don't even know. Why does this song make my brain feel good?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fun bounty trip yeah. of a song. Like it's super enjoyable. Yeah, I I like that one. And that's lot. the best part when you're having fun. Time flies faster, which um, it's unfortunate because you want it to last, but at that same note you don't even understand how long the song's already been on for
1: yeah yeah that's what i mean like it was just such easy listening it just flowed i like that
0: Mm -hmm. so if i guess you're do you have no more notes about that song then
1: no 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 other than um my brain lighting up on a ct scan listening to it like we're good
0: (laughs) i would love to see that layout (laughs) Speaking of uh, I didn't know this song was that long, uh, Retro Vertigo, the next uh, song on here, five minutes. <laughs> Again, oh, really? Again, didn't feel like five oh. minutes in the slightest. Uh, this was like a nice slowdown from the intensity of the previous track. So like yeah. just one of those things you can really appreciate. But it's not just one of those like, I, I say this every week, it's not one of those like breath, breath of fresh air type of songs yeah. because there's still like kind of intensity to the song too. And it's just so damn good oh my god it sounds familiar
1: to me I don't know if I've heard this song or if I've just if it has that like late 90s vibe to it that I've heard in other songs of the time it just it sounds super familiar but I can't place it and it kills me the entire time or every time i listen to it i'm like fuck where have i heard this before
0: chances are it's it's probably the chord progression i would think because it's been that's been done in songs before like stuff like that so that could very well be it yeah and I don't know. This sounds like it could be another type of song too, but regardless, like I love the way this one sounds. Um, I love the contrast between the warm sounding vocals, but like the uneasy instrumental progression behind it, like. It's as if we should be aware something is off already. Because, yeah. like, the the vocals – and I – actually, this is kind of one of the first notes I brought up about lyrical themes, too. I'll read it verbatim. Uh, going with the lyrical theme of just going along with any old trend and disregard everything else because it's what we're told is cool, which is essentially what the song is about. Uh, the instrumentals do a really good job of pulling you back from, like, the pretty voice leading you away. Mike Patton sounds – fantastic as always but like he sounds great kind of just like drifting you through the song a little bit but then the instrumentals sound a little off if you're listening to them and you're like huh this sounds a little unsettling and it's it's supposed to be like that though it was like really well crafted like that
1: i liked it i i didn't have many comments about this i think because i was spending way too much goddamn time trying to figure out where i've heard this song from <laughs> but uh despite the length like i honestly didn't even notice how long it was but i can see this as like an edited down single like 100% it's so well
0: i know there's a music video amazing. for this song so i mean i'm going to have to watch that after this that could be that. A thing um a couple other notes I guess I have is a uh, shout-out to what I can only assume is Mike Patton beatboxing in the chorus. <laughs> uh, it's definitely beatboxing. I think it's probably yeah. him. Even though it's not the best beatbox, it doesn't matter. I love it. <laughs> yeah, It's untouchable. Uh, I don't know. This song was just a lot of fun. It's, it's probably the most easily digestible song on this album, but that's okay. Yeah. Because the like even the, there's a pickup in the, the last third of the song where it gets a little heavier, more is added, especially with the drums, like these big, hollow-sounding drums kind of kick in. Uh, and there's like a fresh, tiny little layer of overdrive over everything, so everything sounds slightly distorted. Yeah. Again, v- very much thinking they did that on purpose because purpose it's really starting to emphasize the message of the track at that point. I think it sounds cool. At first, I thought my headphones were blown out, but no, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> a <laughs> couple
1: tracks in i uh i had to rewind a little bit because of something in it i was like is that in my like is that on my phone or is that in the track and i had to listen to it like three times I'm like oh shit that's in the track okay kind of threw me off a little bit <laughs> oh yeah.
0: what's that you, what's that you needed another excuse to listen to these songs over and over again
1: <laughs> yes i love it so much <laughs> yes.
0: you know uh i don't want to spoil too much about how i feel about the song but overall it's practically perfect. Ooh, chef's kiss. uh, Double, I mean, both hands, get them in there. You got two (laughs) hands, use them. But but I mean, uh, to kind of like cover that spoiler a little bit, I I rated this song and two others the exact same. So, I mean, there's kind of a toss-up. As did I. Aha, excellent. I'm I'm curious to see if we're going to match on anything this week. I'm going to say... Two. two? Two. I was thinking two as well. Yeah. Uh, optimistic side of me says three, but I think it's going to be two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Same with me. I'm like, I'll err on the side of caution. I'll, I'll do two, so at least I'm kind of right.
0: Okay. So, the next track, The Air Conditioned Nightmare. This time you start because I've been like just rambling on most of the time here. Okay. So, pretty much every
1: song just sort of sets a scene in my head which uh to me good albums do you kind of see the visual with the music um so you were kind of talking about you know 1950s like sci-fi and stuff like that well to me this song feels like you know typical teens dancing on the beach in the stereotypical way getting abducted by aliens (laughs) Interesting. <laughs> that because it's, it's got like the surfy happy sound. And then it's kind of like jerky and sort of turns into something else. And I just imagine them on the spaceship and and then it goes back into dancing where they're let go and they're back on the beach. But they're all, you know, robots inside. <laughs>
0: I I adore that that's your point to start this off with because actually my next point ties into that flawlessly. Yes, and I'm not can crazy. we just em- can we emphasize to people here that we do not plan this out in advance? Just when these little happy moments happen, and when I say happy, this this one's not happy at all because lyrically it feels like this is punishing the listeners who only listen to the music. It's very dark subject matter in this song, uh, but wrapped up in fun, energetic music. <laughs> Yeah, aliens, definitely. Suicide. This song is about suicide. Yikes.
1: <laughs> They're ascended to another realm. So really, it's just a metaphor.
0: Like, So I, I did a bit of a breakdown, try to, and I'll try to keep this as quick as possible. From what I gather, it's either someone who's disabled or like an older person just living in this hell of an earth even though they have like all the comforts around them they just want to die and they want i feel like they they tried to attempt it and failed but then at the end of the song they finally succeed like where's my rainbow where's my halo there's my halo then heavenly chorus ends the song that's it yeah uh but yeah like reading through the lyrics uh it's definitely like about suicide i even get like the hint it might even be like a someone with dementia or alzheimer's wanting to commit suicide very no, dark I'm, knowing that hurts <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have had like known people who have gone through that kind of stuff i have mm-hmm. uh so it is interesting to kind of dive into the subject matter but it's and it feels weird to do it over top of this fun energetic music yeah
1: yeah my mood is knocked down just a little bit knowing um
0: that <laughs> yeah Well, i mean this album is full of dark subject yeah. matter that's the thing like that th- again it's lyrically it's punishing people who only listen to the music and th- i found that very interesting and that's kind of why i dug into it a little more but we can talk about better things about this music now uh like th- the panning vocals in the verse like get me out of this air-conditioned nightmare like going left right left right through the speakers yeah that was a nice little touch and it's not even that it was just panning it's literally just like uh, i think he's singing like a single line of like lyrics one at a time in each speaker so it's like two different takes overlapping each other I love that I really
1: enjoyed the use like I guess sort of go off what you just said I like the use of sound and multiple odd instruments like you just I don't know I, I noticed a lot in this song that it was just like a lot of things that I don't hear in music yeah. you know, it's just like it, I don't know. it caught me off guard in a give me more of this
0: way. <laughs> um, yeah, i I love how this song transitions so well. Again, like just flawless transitioning from like, Different emotions and perspectives throughout this song, like every even if one part's really fast and the next part slows down, like it, it feels like it's supposed to be that way. Like it doesn't yeah. feel out of place. It doesn't feel like they did it wrong. Like I, I feel like they took a long time to do this because it took like a, quite a while to record this album, like nearly an entire year. Oh really? So you know they took their time with it.
1: Oh hell yeah, that's like. Like a song in a bit every month. If they just went straight, like that's a long time to to work on something. Well, One so considering good,
0: yeah. And considering how much you, how many different things you can hear in this yeah. the song or this whole album, like they obviously took a long time to like carefully, and meticulously plan like each step. Yeah. They, were taking. they knew what they were doing, and that's why I called them geniuses in the beginning. <laughs>
1: Well, you're Um, not wrong. I mean, we're, what, almost halfway through? And, geez, Louise, not not many bad things, we have to say, surprisingly.
0: No, and, like, I tried digging through for some, uh, like, more criticism. But, I mean, like, it was hard because everything's just done really well. I mean... Uh, the only real criticism I could be, like, as a Mr. Bungle fan, it's like, oh, it doesn't sound like Disco Volante, which was like, an absolutely fucking chaotic album. Yeah. Uh, but, it, like, that's okay, though. Like, this is nice to have. And this was kind of, like, a nice send-off as this was their last album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, with the way this song is structured, uh, it does a great job of creating, like, imagery that, like, the protagonist is feeling and experiencing. Because you, you have, like, the kind of, like, quicker, like, chaotic moments. And then, like, the quieter. And then just like, just a... De- bunch of different things. It's really interesting and again with that dark lyrical subject matter. I mean I I feel like they construct it really well knowing what they're going for mood wise, but at the same time doing it in their style. So they're not just like making a very sad song. It's like this is our style and this is the way we're gonna tell this particular story.
1: You're right. I should listen to it again with that in mind. Thank you. I will do so
0: <laughs> you're just gonna listen to the lights off now. It's raining outside. Oh, you're going to be... Staring at the ceiling. One
1: singular tear dropping from my eye.
0: Maybe going forward, I won't talk about the lyrics anymore because some of them aren't as uh, friendly. Although, I mean, like... I I feel like songs like Pink Cigarette, I'm going to have to, because that's like, the whole song is like a very clear forefront story. Yeah. Uh, But that's coming up later. But yeah, even past the deep dive analysis of the lyrics and everything like that, this is a really fun song. It sounds pretty and even, even, I mean, even slightly emotional at times, obviously. But yeah, it was another really fun song on this album. Just... It kind of flies by. You don't think twice about it. Although it's uh, under four minutes, so it's technically one of the shorter ones on the album so far.
1: Yeah. Well, still didn't drag, and I still liked it. So, thumbs yeah, we, up from me.
0: Alrighty then. Uh, Again, yeah, we're not dragging yet, so. Um, Let's see if I'm pronouncing this correctly. The next song is Ars Moriandi. I mean, I believe it's a Latin word, but I mean, I don't speak Latin. I don't have the accent, so I don't know. It's Ars Moriandi.
1: Yep. And um, if anybody would like to correct our uh, bastardization of any pronunciations, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Spotify. If you want to just shoot us some comments, uh, good or bad, we'll take them.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the reason why we want people to be part of these <laughs> discussions in the community and everything like that, especially because we don't do lyrical breakdowns, and now that I'm doing some for this album, I mean, if, if I'm off by a million miles, I, it's just my own interpretation, so by all means, let me know if there's like a better story to it, or yeah. maybe what, Mike Patton or Trevor Dunn or whoever wrote the lyrics will have a better idea or knows what the song is, and they just put it out there. I don't know. But anyways, ours is Um... This is the song where you can really feel the many different styles of Mr. Bungle. There was a lot going on in this song.
1: Okay. This song is an audio representation of what is in my head day to day. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to this song three times before I was like oh yeah shit I, I should actually be like listening to this I just let it play and it just kept going and I'm like I just keep going with this just keep playing that's it
0: yeah there's never really a dull moment in this entire track is there
1: <laughs> i i liked it it's like when you kind of get a little fatigued. you're like i'm kind of sick of listening to this it's like they they are like oh we're sick of playing this and then they play something else and you're like oh let's change it up and then they go to something else and it's just i don't know it, it to me it felt like uh like app switching you're just like oh i'm kind of sick of this go to something else go to something else and uh I'm down
0: for it. Yeah, this I'm down de- for it. this definitely had a, again. I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm just generalizing this, but. It has like that Middle Eastern feel to it. I'm not really good geographically when it comes to music of where certain things are from or certain sounds. So again, I probably fucked that up. I apologize, but regardless, you know what I mean. If you hear the song, like that that runs a lot through this song. But then you there's like in the second verse there's like a like a dance kind of kick drum going on. (laughs) Uh, There's like a like a a metal breakdown where there's like blast beats (laughs) going on at one point. Like there's just a lot, and then there's like this really weird like almost polka sounding part that goes really fast too in the middle uh, I love the breakdown ish type of part near the middle of the song where it's like, bah, baby, baby, bah, baby. Uh, like I love that too like that, that's probably my favorite part of the song it's just so fun
1: I was very confused, but in a good way, because it changed so much that it was just like, where are you taking me? It's, it's like following someone in the woods, and you're just like, I have no idea where our destination is, where I am right now, but I'm having a good time, so I'm just going to keep going.
0: Yeah, except those woods are like a weird mix of like Tim Burton and Dr. Steve style <laughs> woods.
1: Just, I can see that, yeah. There's yeah. a lot
0: going on. You have a lot to see and a lot to experience in this short amount of time.
1: And then, and then along the along the trail or what is the trail? You have some belly dancers with the you know the little little mini symbols in their fingers and everything. So, I can see that. Yeah. Singing background vocals and dancing to the music.
0: And yet another song over four minutes, and I still kind of wanted more. By the time it was over, I was having so much fun with. it. I was just like, "What do you mean it's over?
1: Yeah, <laughs> stop. Yeah, I uh, yeah." I'm going to say this to a a lot of them, um, but give me more. Give me more of this. Whatever was happening, I want more of it. (laughs)
0: Fair enough, yeah, because that's exactly why I bought the vinyl, because I fell in love with this album so long ago, and like, I haven't listened to it in a while, so coming back to it for this episode was such a treat, I was so happy to do it, I I did, I wrote all my reviews like, a couple of days ago, but I've been listening to it since, and then I've been going through this hard part of like, making sure my songs are in the proper order, (laughs) like for ranking, like... My top three songs, for example, I'm not going to say what they are, but, like, yeah. they're all scored the same. Uh, but I didn't realize that at first, and so I'm, like, struggling to put one over the other. I'm just like, where do I want to put these? Like, oh, my God, is, I, I need to get this right. But then it took me, like, a day and a half to realize, like, they're all scored the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to change the score at all.
1: It's like you don't want to offend one
0: song by putting the other one above it. I could probably go ahead and just, like redo this episode tomorrow and like okay this time this one's gonna be number one
1: (laughs) yeah yeah. let's just do this again tomorrow and the next day and we'll do three of them have each one each one of your songs at number
0: one you know no guilt no nothing have you heard the other Mr. Bungle albums I have not interesting I'd be very like we don't have it in the cards right now but I mean like I'd be very curious to know your opinion of them because they sound much more different than this album. Yeah? This album is way cleaner than the other ones. Uh, and I mean, the self-titled album, don't even get me started on the song Dead Goon and that bass line, the best bass line in the entire world. I, I'm I'm going off on a tangent here, positive tangent, so maybe I should just stop there. <laughs> yep, yep. Because we have many more positive things to say about this album. Uh, but- I mean, no. No. No, polarizing album. Totally hated it. But everyone listening right now, pause right now. Go to whatever platform you're on. Listen to the first two minutes of Dead Goon. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. Dead Goon by Mr. Bungle. Listen to that bass line and I dare you to tell me it's not the best damn bass line you've ever heard in your life. Okay. Challenge accepted. Good. Welcome back if you just unpause the video. (laughs) I had to get that out there because, oh my God. that. Anyways, Pink Cigarette. Yes. Yes. Song on the album. Just kind of rambling at this point. What you got for pink cigarette?
1: Okay. Um question for you though. What is Mike Patton's range? Holy shit. That was one of, That was the first note. What? Um also um if I could have him serenade me in the in this deep deep range. Ooh, I'll
0: take yeah, it. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have those low notes. So I, I I can't even try to represent it.
1: I am into it. Like I heard it and I was like wait what And then I went back and you know listen to it again I'm like ooh it's it's like It's as smooth as butter for god's sakes What the hell
0: Does his low voice make you weak in the knees
1: uh, It does it does <laughs> like claps on the floor yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Oh yeah God though like listening to him like with the High stuff and then the Smooth low stuff And it doesn't sound like he's struggling Or pushing I'm like holy shit
0: there are compilations on YouTube uh, demonstrating Mike Patton's range from, like, his lowest to his highest notes and everything in between. So, I mean, like, he has a much wider range than I think anyone would give him credit for. Because, yeah. again, he, this guy's unstoppable when it comes to vocals. Like, you you can't change oh. my mind. I had no
1: idea. I feel like life. I feel like the last person on earth to figure this out or to hear this. I'm like, my God, you guys are keeping this from me? No idea.
0: Well, and it's funny because like you have mainly known Mike Patton through Faith No More up to this point. So like you you've had one style of him like he still kind of like shows off that style a bit in Faith No More, but not until he gets to like Mr. Bungle and Tomahawk does he really start pushing the boundaries of his voice. Nice. Well, looks like you turned me into something. <laughs> I have so many bands to listen to now. And he can scream into like Mariah Carey's whistle register. He he uh, he, he, he did an EP with the Dillinger Escape Plan and started like he was screaming. He did they did a cover of "Come to Daddy" by uh, FX Twin and yeah. Patton hits those high, unbelievably high screeching notes. It's it's perfect. I love it. <laughs> <sighs> i like that i like that a lot we're gonna have to have like a whole bonus episode of just mike patton
1: <laughs> and it's just us reviewing those compilations just fangirling out completely
0: Oh my but but with, with that, I should say uh, uh Trace Bruins and T- Trevor Dunn are two absolutely amazing musicians, too. Trevor Dunn, like, awesome basses. Again, Dead Goon, go listen to it if you didn't yet. <laughs> um I, I don't want to just rain praise on Patton, although he deserves it. The, the rest of the band, fantastic. They're all just amazing musicians. Oh, hell yeah. But yes, Pink Cigarette, and if, if we can finally get back into it. Yes, yes, um, topic at hand. Look at that. Another song with really dark subject matter. (laughs) Masked by very innocent and alluring opening portions of the song. Like, it just flows into... It sounds like an oboe, but I don't think it is. It's one of those types of instruments. But it's just that, and everything's very light and flowy. And, yes, those deep vocals are kind of, like, pulling you in. But then as soon as it hits the chorus, like, you're like, oh... This sounds a little more dramatic now. Yeah, uh, I yeah. don't like this. I, I mean, I do like this, but I mean, story-wise, I don't like this. <laughs> so what's
1: the, what's the story? Just Cliff's notes.
0: Uh, so basically, as far as I can tell, uh, a man's significant other has left him. I don't know if one of them cheated. I don't know what this – I can't – pick that point up but anyways she left uh and he just can't take the fact that she's gone so he decides that he's going to kill himself in her house and wait for her to get home to find the body hi happy times yeah it uh (laughs) i mean even though the end of the song he's like uh you'll come home, you'll find a note and see my silhouette. There's just five hours until you find me dead. There's just four hours until you find me dead. There's three hours until you find me dead too and then you start hearing a heart rate monitor and at the end of the song it flatlines because and you can hear screaming while he's saying like there's X amount of hours left. Okay. That's finding the body. Okay. okay. So...
1: I did not know any of that, but (laughs) I wrote down, at the end, there's something in the background, and I think of screaming. The beeping doesn't help anything. I hated that.
0: It's all part of the story.
1: (laughs) Oh, it just, it made me so uncomfortable, but... Uh, knowing that, I'm like, oh, that was the point. That was exactly yes, the that, point. Yes,
0: that, mean, that means that they absolutely, like, hook, line, and sinker got you in.
1: Yeah, I hated it. Oh, I hated it. It was just, it was the screaming that I'm like, what is this? It makes me uncomfortable. Then the beeping, that's that's when I took my headphones off going, what is, the, is this in my, is this in my ear? Is this in the song? But, uh, yeah, they,
0: uh, mission uh, achieved with some of the lyrics too again not going to go super deep into it it's, it's just about the way this man might have killed himself I, I assumed it was hanging but then apparently if you dive a little deeper into the lyrics as some people were saying he might have set himself on fire because a lot of the lyrics refer to like uh, the burns on me the smoke will hide my shame stuff like that so it's I, I don't know but regardless it's a very again dark disturbing story um, and I mean, this song is extremely cinematic in that way because like the instrumentals carry you through, Mike Patton's your narrator, just pulling you through the story as if it was like a radio broadcast type thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it started getting very suspenseful, very good cinematic buildup. And as you said, like, yeah, just the end with a lot of tension there. You start hearing the screaming, things kind of go off the deep end, the heart rate monitor that just flatlines. Yeah. Story's over. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I definitely, not that I'm looking for another excuse to listen to the album again, but it is nice to listen to it. It's kind of like watching a movie, knowing the ending, because then you can kind of see the little hints throughout. So knowing that and listening to the album again, I think it'll make it for kind of a, a new yet, I don't know, more exciting listen, I
0: guess. When you can start to piece things together yeah, and you understand why they made certain musical choices, yeah. you really appreciate the song even more. It kind of makes me feel bad for not doing this for previous albums now cuz maybe just maybe my score would be different <laughs> on some. I don't know. Yeah. Like Ie Dream Theater, like if I paid since I was a concept album, if I paid attention to the lyrics, like maybe it would be a little higher than 62.5. <laughs> Hard yeah, to but, say.
1: Some, but some lyrics and some songs are cheesy as
0: fuck. And I hate the much. Oh, I heard the lyrics. I just wasn't focusing on them. And yes, I agree. I just like, ah oh, man, this is like songwriting 101. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I hate when a story is completely laid out for you and you, there's no, like, all the context is right there. And you're just kind of like, I, I feel like you're just wa- holding my hand and walking me through it. So kind of. Listening to a song and not knowing what it's about is kind of, I don't know, it's it gives it an exciting second listen.
0: Well, and that's kind of like pig cigarette, though, but I guess the, the difference in that is that it doesn't hit every single point where it's just like, this is what's happening in the story. It just kind of gives mm-hmm. you like this vague picture of like this guy on his, his lover's bed, while, or his ex-lover's bed, while she's, I, I guess, at work or something like that. Because I'm assuming with the way it's structured in the five hours, four hours, three hours point at the end of the song, he knows her schedule and has planned this all out. Uh, so yeah like you just know that he's in this room uh, some cigarette ashes on the bed and he's kind of like going through the plan in his mind one last time before actually doing it reminiscing just like oh I love all this about you but you treated me like shit so yeah, I don't know. Like it just, it makes for a better listen now that I've been <laughs> looking at the lyrics.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I and, do look. I do look forward to listening to it again.
0: And may I just reference the album cover once again to the YouTube viewers? How peaceful this looks. It's just a white cover with very nice black, uh, like uh, handwritten font with a two... Uh, I'm doing the opposite thing here on the camera. There's a couple playing in the sun near a tree. It, it's so fun. This is such a fun album. <laughs> No dark Yay. content. Yay!
1: Exciting Bionic happiness, people. sunshine, skipping through the meadows.
0: I wonder if the uh, the Dead Meat channel on YouTube could do a kill count of this album because I'm pretty sure there, there's more than enough to count. Jesus. Uh, speaking of being the end of something, uh, Gollum to the Bionic Vapor Boy, another kind of darkish song.
1: Oh really? Don't Not, don't the, ruin the happiness. It sounds so upbeat and like yay everyone's happy Woo! kind of reminds me of like some sort of twisted ch- children's clown based show
0: <laughs> yeah um, so I mean I do agree because uh, yeah you have those um in the beginning, you hear the winding up of the toy, and it's just playing, like, this kind of, like, little music box type ditty. And then yeah. just the, the really bouncy... Dun, 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 like
1: yeah, this. that, I'm into it. <laughs> I am oddly into that.
0: But, yeah, basically, it's... I, I believe the song... This this is one's a little weird, because this also... I'm assuming takes in some sort of Jewish history because, like, Golems are, like, clay figures of Jewish history. Like, it was a big, like, homunculus creature or whatever made of clay that was, like, I think evil. I could be wrong, though. I think uh, the Pokemon. But Golem 2 uh, is, yeah, they're, they're creating this, like, New Age version of it. It's not just, like, old history. And so it starts as Bionic uh, paper boy, Bionic puppet boy and then bionic vapor boy and by the time it gets to vapor it's pretty much like it's I think the lyrics are like war directing mind inspecting man correcting and so like it cha- It just goes to show like the lyrics are like a progression of like how much it's learning and what it's doing type of thing
1: I'm trying to imagine what a bionic vapor boy would look like and um, I'm kind of thinking of like an amputee astro boy for some reason
0: well if it helps at all I think some of the lyrics in the beginning are yeah Golem to the bionic Paperboy, and it's like uh, self perfecting uh, lie rejecting I, I can't remember the rest of it but yeah just the idea is like you, again you hear like the build up of what this thing is through the entire song and at the end it's like oh it's taken over everything mankind's doomed <laughs> very lovely content matter but this is yes one of the bounciest songs on the album
1: (laughs) the uh at the end like correct me if i'm wrong but like i heard some static kind of at the end sort of fade out like and like that
0: record something like if you're playing a turntable like
1: (laughs) and i felt the song was like a soundtrack to a fever dream and that noise was like them waking up
0: I mean that kind of that makes sense in a way I suppose like I don't know what the context of the song was when they wrote it but that could make sense because I even mentioned like I really like these almost hypnotizing interludes between like verses or sections I guess there's not really one or the other yeah but like there's like yeah these quiet hypnotizing little interludes and I I really like that and I guess it adds more to that dream context that you just mentioned
1: yeah and like I don't know the kind of switching from sort of you know what i envision is like you know upbeat circus music and everything else is kind of like the you know i don't know I, I imagine it sort of normal but you know you've got people walking on the ceiling or something really odd going on in this really happy environment it's kind of twisted so hence the fever dream
0: yeah yeah and i mean if you want to interpret this like the happy-go-lucky circus music, then by all means, it's, it'll oh, probably yeah. make you feel a lot better than what the album's actually trying to push. Yep. Again, well, I could, I I could be wrong I scary
1: meetings. clowns, but yes. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Yeah. Freak. I could be wrong in the meanings. Again, I'm just kind of going by like what I've seen others say and what I feel about the lyrics myself. So like, it just kind of made the most sense, I guess. Yeah. But again, feel free to correct me if I am wrong. They they have a Mr. Bongle, like Trevor Dunn and, Mike Patton write most of the lyrics. Mike Patton write, writing most of them, I think. Yeah. Um, they have a very specific style of writing where it creates imagery, but it's still kind of vague about it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's again not holding your hand through the entire song. It's just like, you, welcome to this world. You're gonna figure it out eventually.
1: I like that. They give you a hand. They give you a handbook with no words in it. They're like, this is all you'll need. <laughs>
0: So we'll move on, I suppose. Yes, um, yes, yes. Although I will say with uh, Bionic Boy, uh, I was honestly surprised when it ended. It could have actually kept going and I wouldn't have even noticed.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Hold on. Let me pull up the song length. Of course it disappears. Shit. <sighs> because I re my phone. I have like my calculator on here. I have the song lengths and everything. Okay, so three minutes and 34 seconds with like 13 seconds of winding up toys at the beginning. <laughs> So this is, like, a very uh, basic radio song, like, structure, I mean, uh, time structure-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, it. it it could have kept going, and because of the length of the other songs on this album, I wouldn't have noticed okay next so number eight the holy filament fun fact i don't know why maybe i'm dyslexic but for the longest time i kept reading this as the holy flailment even though that's 100 percent not what it is it's filament and i don't know why my brain keeps seeing the word flailment is that even a word i don't believe it is oh fla- flailing flail yes but flail flailment probably not so just just <laughs> side
1: note, um, there's a Cradle of Filth song called The Byronic Man. I always read it as The Bionic Man. And I'm listening to it on Spotify. I'm like, they have it wrong on here, too. Looked at the album holy shit, for the last 10 years I have not been reading this properly.
0: Well, then the difference between you and me is at least your brain was trying to correct you or correct this situation, whereas yeah. my brain just saw a jumble of shit and it's like, flailment, that makes sense. <laughs> You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> and because of how kooky I always thought Bungle was, I was like, okay, they're just making up words, that's cool. But, and I never took this a second in my fucking life up until like doing this review and saying it's like, it's filament
1: <laughs> he even says it in the song see I heard that
0: yeah yeah so I mean that's just I, I, <laughs> I can't explain it I'm a big doofy I get it <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the L on that one
1: <laughs> how to make fun of Chris now <laughs> you messed up
0: <laughs> very rare opportunity take good advantage of it <laughs> <laughs> that's over <though. laughs> Um. okay I, I, I don't really know a lot lyrically about this song all I know is Trevor Dunn wrote it and apparently it's about string theory that's all I know uh which is, which is extremely complex if you're into it, like, uh, just I don't even have the time of day to explain it. Um, but yeah, it's a very kind of mysterious and spacey sounding track, but it feels very peaceful in the beginning, too. So, like, that kind of carries you into the song very nicely. I like that part. It
1: it feels like it's ramping up to something mm-hmm. where it's just sort of, I don't know, it's building up and building up. Also, his range how
0: <laughs> I do have Mike Patton's falsetto harmonies though. How
1: how, how does like I, I can't even describe to audio listeners, but like <laughs> like it's so far up here, but it's also so far down here. How does this exist in a human?
0: Yeah, because if, <laughs> if if you haven't heard this track yet, so basically I think from one of the highest notes is like, uh, but an octave higher than that. Yeah. So it's it's up there in the, like, near damn near the whistle range.
1: Oh, my Lord. And then he can do the really low, butter, smooth, berry, white, deep voice.
0: Uh, He's got I'm everything you need.
1: <laughs> mm, I am into it. I'm into 100%. it. 100%. Oh, yeah. I am uh, into it
0: this song does feel like a trip all the way through like i imagine someone taking dmt and listening to this song and this oh, is what yeah. their trip this is the audio version of their trip
1: oh lord yeah yeah i can <laughs> i can kind of see that yeah i don't even know i just i don't have many notes for this one it was just like his range holy shit and it kind of felt like sort of like an interlude. Like, I know it's, like, three and a half, four minutes long, maybe a little longer, but, like, it kind of felt, I don't know.
0: Like an interlude between, uh, like, Gollum 2 and Vanity Fair. Yeah,
1: like, kind of two, two different ideas. It was just sort of like, like, you're on the boat ride to the next island,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I get, like, I don't really have a lot of other points, too, but, yeah, Mike Patton's vocal range, fantastic. Yeah. Um, if this it. was an interlude, I mean, going into the next track, Vanity Fair, it would be such a weird transition at that point. <laughs> th- this, was, th- this is where I kind of, like, I, I've snapped back into reality a little bit. Oops, there goes gravity. Anyways, um, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem opened a mom's spaghetti restaurant, okay? <laughs> what? You didn't hear that? No, is this recent? Okay, so by the time this podcast is out, this is much old news. Uh, But yes, in Detroit, he opened a very small restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti, and they served nothing but spaghetti. He served, like, ten people in line and then took off, even though the lineup went, like, down two blocks. Oh, Lord. But yes, Mom's Spaghetti in Detroit. It exists. I
1: had no idea. No intention on going, but no idea.
0: That kind of gives people a hint of, like, when these episodes are filmed as compared to, like, uploaded and presented. Presented. This was filmed in May. <laughs> yeah, way way before Mom's Spaghetti was a concept. <laughs> Except it was a meme, that's all it was. Yep. Nope. Anyways, Vanity Fair. Yes. Yeah, we are getting into just this, damn, this like really just fun, bouncy, kind of swinging type song. In uh, speaking of Mike Patton's vocal range, my very first note, Patton's vocal range. Hello.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much much variety for this song that I haven't already said. So my points just his voice, the horns, and it sounds so big and full, and like it would just fill an airplane hangar. It's just it's so. Uh, I don't know. It. Ah, it, uh, I don't know. I can't describe it. I makes me feel good.
0: Yeah, in my heart and like let's keep talking about Mike Patton's vocal range for a minute here because (laughs) specifically with his projection of his voice like most singers uh, like they will if you're trained like you know how to do certain things and get the most clear sound of your voice a lot of singers might start sounding nasally because it just kind of passes on certain plates and everything like that I don't know how he does it but yeah it sounds like he's projecting like even as you just said like kind of to like an entire auditorium like his voice is just so powerful And, like, you can hear that in this song. Like, it doesn't even sound like he's struggling, even though he's, like, he's projecting a lot. And it's very clean, too. Like, it doesn't break up a little bit. It's not raspy. He doesn't growl. It's this clean tone, well-projected. Like, oh, man. I I could... I would almost assume that he did it in one take. It's, like, just because that's the way he is. But he probably didn't. He probably did multiple. I don't know. Just... It's fantastic. It's one of those things that really makes me like listening to albums like this.
1: I I don't know if I was hearing it right, but there's something in the mix that just kind of sounds like bubbles. I don't know what it is, but that's, I that was cool.
0: <laughs> that's very possible because, again, with this song, slightly not the darkest subject matter this time. It's it's a little weird, yeah. um, but from as far as I can tell, I mean, although I saw people saying the song is about a eunuch. Uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, to people who don't know, they get their genitals removed to hit higher notes or anything like that, or just kind of removing male genitalia altogether. Yeah. Um, that doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I assumed this song was about... Maybe a man in particular, like really wanting the attention and fame that, like, these Vanity Fair models get. Like, they're just plastic. They don't even look real. Like, they're just made up for these magazines. But this person wanted that image. And at the end of the song, they got that sex change just for the fame or something along the lines of that. Because, I mean,. With the, the, with the way the lyrics kind of go, it alludes to that a lot. Yeah. And then even at the end, it says, cut it, cut it, cut this cancer from, from my soul. And then after it's cut, then he's like, I finally made it. Like, here I am. This is me now. Like, and I don't know. If you read the lyrics, it makes a lot more sense.
1: Yeah. But
0: that's kind of what I picked up from it. Really I, interesting story.
1: I got none of that. Um, All of these song analysis a uh, uh, points you're making um hurt me <laughs> um it's not as bright and yay as it sounds and um yeah gonna have to take a, another listen you've twisted my arm.
0: I think. Uh, I think it was no, None of them knew They Were Robots the one we just talked about earlier where I said lyrically the song was punishing to those who only listen to the music like I feel like a lot of the songs in this yeah. album are because yeah they they sound so fun so swinging so lively they're just yeah. fantastic they are I mean let's not lie to ourselves but yeah lyrically is where like oh boy we're masking something dark here aren't we
1: yeah yeah it's uh I don't know it <laughs> It's kind of confusing because it's like, how should I feel about this? Like, I don't want to listen to a really upbeat song and feel sad about it.
0: Yeah. Don't listen to Memory Lane by Elliot Smith. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) I probably will now that you told me not
0: to. Read the lyrics Uh, then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crap. Um, But I I don't know. I I feel some, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's like a bittersweet feeling. I don't know. Like, to sort of have the... Happy music in conjunction with those lyrics. It's kind of a, I don't know, just makes me feel weird, but not in a, I don't want this way in a, I don't feel this often. What is this? way i don't know and i would imagine weird album i liked it but it was weird
0: (laughs) i would imagine in like yeah like an unexpected like i didn't anticipate this i didn't sign up for this kind of way
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you're like i didn't sign it's like you went with your friend to something and you're like i didn't sign up to this but like i don't care what you do i'm just gonna keep coming back on my own (laughs) this is this is for me
0: yeah it's like you go to see like a show or something like that and you have like you it's not what you imagined the show would be but your response is like oh yeah okay Um, uh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of concerned enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> and then your fourth or fifth time there seeing the same thing, you're like, I love this. Good job. Good this job. This is my jam. <laughs> exactly. You're the, you're the mom at the back going,
0: Wah! That's my son up there. Okay. Very deep <laughs> <Exactly>. voice, lady. <laughs> I, I could have gone stereotypical she, high pitch, but no, she, I went deep. She really meant it. Really. I you love know. my son's music. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to destroy my own throat. I'm not Mike Patton. I can't do this.
1: <laughs> the album with the album liner, screaming compliments, my mother.
0: <laughs> That'd be hilarious to say that. I don't think Mike Patton needs anyone to fill in for him, though. <laughs> but yeah, Vanity Fair, short, yes. sweet, entertaining, uh, if you get past like the, the kind of odd subject matter. Um, and with an album that runs themes of you know consequences for our selfishness as like, a species because that's essentially like the overarching theme i believe of this entire album this song is the most blatant of all these messages and it's very very well written i think they they present it in the best way possible i mean like it can still leave certain things up to interpretation because again some people believe the song's about a eunuch uh but other than that i mean i think it's like the most straightforward
1: yeah i liked it
0: so did i i really enjoyed that song Okay, so, speaking of songs with dark subjects matter, (laughs) as if that was ever going to stop, Goodbye Sober Day, and I mean, like, a title like that, I mean, you can kind of get an idea that, oh, that doesn't sound, I mean, it shouldn't sound pleasant. It's not just going out and getting day drunk or something like this is, like, some serious issues here.
1: (laughs) It it definitely, just from the title, I kind of get the idea that it's a monumental goodbye so obviously they've been sober for quite a while and they know what they're doing
0: yeah i'm just trying i don't have the notes for the lyrics written on this one uh but as far as i'm concerned yeah it's like someone who's just kind of more or less again my own interpretation i could be wrong someone who's just kind of like given up uh doing like anything or trying and so they're just falling like they're are swan diving into drugs at that point it's like i'm done this is all if i'm not gonna die then i want this yeah so again uh not exactly the most pleasant story to be telling
1: yep uh just going along with with all of that um one of one of my thoughts of the song uh i can hear this tune in a disney
0: film <laughs> Because, like, it also, like, I think the way the song is structured, too, you can kind of, like, hear that descent into drugs a little bit. Yeah. As, like, just the, one of the last songs you hear before things get, like, really kind of, like, DTM-ish. I guess I can use that again, just like I did in the other track. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, it says, Goodbye, Sober Day. And then I think it says, Hello, Milky Way. And so, like, that just means, like, you know, you're you're going to take off into space now. You're yeah, going to be so you're high. Flying. You're not going to be on this plane anymore. This plane of existence. Um, but yeah, again, with this song, like other ones on this one, I, I just don't know how they manage with the transitions between each section of the song into the courses. Yeah. I don't know how they do it so well, but everything works. Like The song kind of throws a lot at you again, but then the courses are the softest, quietest kind of like like you're kind of like riding a soft wave a little bit because it's not smooth Yeah, you, it feels like you're kind of like in this little wave Well, he's in his falsetto saying goodbye sober day I, I, I love the course that's the, how it's quiet I really like that
1: I wasn't sure about it but then it kind of caught my attention in bits And about two-thirds of the way through, it really caught my attention because it had changed. So I I really like that. And um, I am a fan of a chaotic ending. (laughs) So I like that. That was all right.
0: And actually, I kind of have notes like that, too. Like, first off, I have uh, just the right amount of liveliness in the track coupled with the smooth and drifting courses. Really great first half of the album. The second half... Almost feels like a total loss of control, especially considering the lyrical content. Yeah. Um, it does work really well. It goes back to the verse a little bit, which feels good to revisit, but it doesn't really end the same way. Then it just kind of has that, like, kind of big booming ending. Yeah. A very chaotic and noisy ring out at the end, followed by, like, this ghostly type whimper It's the very last sound you hear as everything fades out. And it either is going to snap you back into reality or it's going to leave you in the state it just put you in. Yep. <laughs> Which is essentially the drug user of the song, the protagonist. <laughs> just a wild second half of the song. It was really crazy. But yeah, I I, I, I really like, like this song.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. It, it didn't stick out as much as some of the other ones, but... I guess this is kind of a precursor to my disclaimer for my list. Um, I didn't hate any of them. And anything I put at the end, I swear to God, I just like the other ones more. This whole album was just like,
0: give it to me, give it to me often, give me more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like uh and like, it's essentially the same note with me again, like anything that appears at number 10, 9, anything that's not number one. <laughs> Uh, I, I love them all so much. But yes, obviously we need an order to our rankings. Yes. So they have to be placed somewhere. And unfortunately, one of the songs are going to take number 10, even though I don't feel like it's a number 10. I agree. Definitely. But with that in mind, we can do the song rankings now. We're here. I want
1: to know what yours is. It's killing me.
0: The song. I'm more curious about the album, though. We Since oh, it's yeah. the first time we have not discussed album rating yet the, prior to the show.
1: I feel like mine's okay so actually I have to say I don't know if you had mentioned this during the last show or you know when we talk in between but you had guessed that my percentage would be 68 for this album I wrote it I wrote it down last week
0: I have a feeling I'm wrong now like, so, I, I, I just I have this very strong feeling that I'm wrong but so in the best way possible
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to be as high as you think it is now mm-hmm. um, but it uh, I just wanted to, to let you know that you guessed 68 last week so
0: tell you what i uh, to change that now <laughs> no, no, no no I'm going to this one doesn't count because yeah my first prediction I already know I'm going to be wrong what I'm going to do is I'm going to even use this marker I'm going to write a number on this piece of paper yeah uh, Let's say that you put it here. Okay. So I have a number written down. And when okay. we do the album rankings, I will hold that up. This is this is what I think you did. Right. It won't no change. no either. No, no. <laughs> well, actually, oh, oh god damn. There probably is going to be because I have to transition screens.
1: <laughs> Ooh, uh, oh,
0: oh. Damn it. But no, I promise there is a number and yep. I will not touch it. Like I, I want this to be as authentic as possible. But anyways, song yes. ranking is first. Continue, continue. So... Uh, This is, yes, we rate 10 to 1. We don't hate any of these songs, but unfortunately, one of them, half of the list is going to be bottom five. But let's just ignore the fact of worst to best. It's all best to bestest.
1: Yes. Yes, this time it definitely is.
0: (laughs) And as the graphic above my head transitions on for the video version, that means we can get started with the rankings. (laughs) So, my song number 10, The Holy Filament. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right off the top. <laughs> good start. Good start. We each said two, right? We said two for our predictions. Well, I'm just
1: going to go ahead and say six.
0: <laughs> Dang. Yep. I, I said three was optimistic. We'll see. Yep. I, something's got to break the record of three. Chili Peppers has but Daughters with Ratio is actually still technically in the lead. All right. This album could actually break that record, hopefully. All right. Let's no- see. Number nine, Sweet Charity. Ah,
1: Goodbye, oh. Sober Day.
0: Damn. <laughs> We had momentum for a minute there. Oh yeah. Number eight, Gollum 2, the Bionic Vapor Boy. Pink Cigarette. Shite. Okay, Uh, number seven, none of them knew they were robots. The Air Conditioned Nightmare. We're not matching anything. (laughs) I just, yeah, it's not, we've lost (laughs) all the momentum. Cause my number six was the Air Conditioned Nightmare.
1: Sweet Charity.
0: Bah, bah, bah. okay um, so number five our, ours Moriendi I think it's yeah ours Moriendi Vanity Fair Vanity Fair no <laughs> mine number four is Vanity Fair
1: <laughs> mine's Retro Vertigo.
0: yeah we're d- 100% we're done <laughs> number three is Goodbye Sober Day
1: Golem 2 etc etc
0: number two Retrovertigo ours moriandy ours moriandy and mine number one was pink cigarette none of them knew they were robots none well we got one (laughs) we said two and we only got one although you changed yours to six you're way the hell off (laughs) one whole pick oh well one day that record will be broken i don't know how i don't know when but it will be
1: Oh, it'll be next week or the week after the week after. But you know what? To find out, you have to listen.
0: You got to keep listening or just... People will just jump to the spoiler posts. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that.
1: It's the content in here. This is gold.
0: Don't you like my us? My humor,
1: my humor does not get better than this. You have to listen just so there's proof that I am funny, kinda sometimes.
0: Wasn't there a moment in last week's episode when you made a Tom Petty pun and I said that it made me cringe so hard I shit out my esophagus? <laughs> that could have been last week, but it also could have been the previous five episodes. No, I think it was because it was the don't do do me like that thing. You're like, oh, oh don't yeah. do me like that. Oh, like, oh.
1: Yeah.
0: As a matter of fact, it, it that's literally the clip single. I used to advertise that episode the next day.
1: <laughs> You're not going to get everyone to hate me immediately. I want to listen to her. She's annoying.
0: Well, and I, I I told you this off camera before. I think I'm being positioned as the villain now. <laughs> <laughs> huh.
1: Well, I'm I mean, the if, the, if
0: the shoe fits. I mean, if I'm already this far into the role, I might as well keep playing it. <laughs> there. We're character actors. <sighs> okay, so now for potentially the the part we're most excited for because we're very curious. I still remember yes. I I'm not going to show you what it is yet, but I got the number. Oh, my camera just shifted. <laughs> no, the number's written right here, and I yes. promise nothing will change. I 100 promise. Yes. It's probably not going to be on anyways. I'm watching you. But anyways, transitioning screen editor, me now, whoosh. Okay, so here you see the screen before us, seven albums already ranked and today, number eight goes up, even though it's episode seven, weird, huh?
1: To find out why, go watch our other videos. I'm just really trying to just push it
0: yeah really pad the time just
1: just just push it we need to be over 10 minutes so to like throw some ads on the youtube video so like i'm really just trying to push it past that 10 minutes
0: we are so far (laughs) past 10 minutes we are like past an hour i think right now oh yeah Maybe depending on what the uh, editing comes out to. But anyways, uh, yeah, there's there's seven right now because if you didn't know, uh, Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers were a double header episode because they both turned 30 on the exact same day. Yes. So we did Nevermind yeah. and Blood Sugar Sex Magic in one day. Uh, so those are there, but we are all about Mr. Bungle this yeah, week yeah. in California. Once again, I can't even, oh, wait, screen's gonna get screwed up. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I have to do this in Photoshop to people who don't know because uh, Tear Maker List Is a weird website to use Mm. when you don't have things properly aligned and ready to go. And we don't want albums spoiled. And we
1: finally have a cover that doesn't have a face on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not even like the resemblance of a person.
1: Yeah. Wait, no,
0: no, sorry. There is a man and a woman on, but they're very tiny. (laughs) They don't count. Big white box. So here we are. We're gonna rate the record. Yeah. We and we are like excited because this is the first time we are again, the first time we don't know each other's <laughs> scores. So, oh shit! I know. I I I kind of want to feel. I kind of feel like I want to hear yours first. Yeah. Should Should I flip a coin?
1: Mm, yes, please. I Actually. don't have
0: a coin. I have a guitar pick. I don't have a coin. Yeah, guitar uh, pick. That's fine. Uh, logo side up is me, and then purple side is you. Sounds good. i trust you. Oh shit! It went off the table and under the desk. <gasps> it's okay it's like every time
1: i roll dice it just ends up in the next room somehow
0: purple side down it's all you god you liar um i can take a picture (laughs) i wait 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 wait. Uh, okay i I, i'm gonna hold this up as you say it so i can't change it at all in time okay okay so go ahead and do your thing okay (laughs) 76 Ooh, close. I had 78. <laughs>
1: Ooh, okay, okay. So you're not disappointed because it's close enough. Perfect. Uh, it's not
0: It's not high enough, realistically. Perfect.
1: Uh. We're perfect. That's it. So it, it
0: was, was it 76 even? 76 on the dot. Well, at least the album will end up where I thought it would be, because mine was 90.5. Oh I goodness. S-tiered the hell out of this album. Oh, yeah. Oh, I... Yeah fucking love this album. <laughs> That's I want to own it on vinyl. Yeah. I'm actually because of how well you praise I'm surprised it isn't higher.
1: <laughs> um I think it's just one of those sort of like I didn't want to go too high but then like by the time I was at the end of the album I was like maybe I could have but I really wanted to stand by the choices I made at the beginning.
0: So fair enough. But I mean like I, let your heart guide you. That's what I did, and this is why it ended up in the S tier. But no, because it's not just my ranking. This came out, according to my calculator, to 83.25%, which means, <gasps> as I predicted, it was going to end up in yeah. the A tier, our very first A tier album. Yeah.
1: I, I really liked it. I liked the. I don't, just. <laughs> it kept my attention by. Just changing it You know what I mean Like I felt like I was just Flipping through the TV Getting little snippets Seeing what they're about Like totally know Their other albums Don't sound like this So I definitely have to go into it Knowing and thinking that But if their goal Was to stay true to themselves While being moderately commercial That goal was dead on Bullseye target you got me you got me
0: now you gotta go listen to the other two albums I totally do I'm so curious as compared to this of what you would think uh we'll see one day
1: yeah I Uh, I might listen to it before we actually review it but uh I don't know
0: I I like this it's it's not even like we have a calendar of episodes and yet (laughs) uh, another Mr. Bungle album's not in the cards for a very long time
1: till
0: 2025 yikes maybe not that long (laughs) But uh, yeah, this this album just is, I don't know, it's fantastic songwriting. These guys are geniuses. And being a Bungle fan already and having heard their prior albums, like, I mean, there was something very refreshing but still very familiar about it that I really liked. Yeah. And, And just... I don't know. Again, I think I've said this even prior to this episode that Mike Patton, whatever he touches, can turn to gold. Like he's just a golden boy. <laughs> and
1: I didn't believe you. I didn't. I was like, yeah, he's just a fanboy, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I got this. Yeah,
0: I no, no. He, Mike Patton is a very beloved musician.
1: Yeah, I understand now for sure.
0: And to anyone who's, like, super music nerd who might know the history between Mr. Bungle versus the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, you will find it justice that Mr. Bungle has outranked uh, a Red Hot Chili Peppers album.
1: I'm okay with that. I actually, I promote that that feud on our scale. 100%. (laughs)
0: But yeah, like even back on that uh, that note for a minute there about Mr. Bungle versus the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, very, very short. Uh, it's just Anthony Kiedis was being kind of a dick, uh, had them kicked off several tours because California came out around the same time as Californication. Yeah. And because of confusion and they were both on the same label, apparently Anthony Kiedis had like power behind the scenes and got Bungle kicked off of similar tours of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that actually... Was one of the defining things that made Mr. Blongle break up, besides like creative differences, is because like they couldn't promote the album heavily enough. They weren't able to play the festivals that they wanted to play. So like yeah. this this album kind of fell off because of the Chili Peppers.
1: Uh, didn't wasn't Anthony is kind of butt hurt because Faith No More came out around the same time and they were doing the whole funk rap thing. They're like, you're copying us. Does he just have like a hard on for Mike Patton then?
0: Yeah, like a hate boner type yeah. thing.
1: Huh.
0: And yeah, I guess that hate boner lasted all the way through the '90s because then, yeah, ultimately that was the, like the last straw that broke the camel's back and broke up Mr. Bungle.
1: Yeah, well, they were better. So.
0: Sad times at Richmount High. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there you go. We ranked a record today. We rated a record today. Sorry, and it was a very good record.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I really like uh, sharing the. The, uh, grades, percentages during the show because, uh, I don't know, it, it made for a lot of tension within me. I was like, ooh, is he going to figure it out from all these good things I'm saying? He says, ooh, I wonder. But, uh, yeah, I uh, a heartfelt thank you for picking this album because it is now on my playlist. So
0: I almost chose the self-title, as I said earlier, but yeah, California is like, hey, let's just do this one. It's 44 minutes. I love it and I, I really think we should get through it. Hell yeah. I'm in. I'm in for life. And and to bring a, another note back real quick, did you listen to Dead Goon yet? Go listen to that baseline. I'm not kidding. If if if, if my praise of this album is anything to go by that song's baseline just do it oh my god I can't be alone in this I know I'm not
1: well I probably this uh, Wednesday will be your pick of the week <laughs> just really drive that point home this time no
0: here. actually it was my pick of the week last week or uh, at the point of recording this it was my pick of the week last week and I even mentioned the baseline <laughs> oh my lord it's in it's it's in the Instagram uh, archive now you can go see it and yes. see exactly what I'm talking about or go just watch it yourself
1: yeah yeah add, <laughs> up, add up the views on YouTube go ahead
0: yeah, we need way more of those. We, we need a lot more views. Uh, we need some watch hours, and you can help that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you made it this far through the podcast, that means you must have liked what we're doing. So hitting that like button, subscribe, commenting on YouTube, uh, really going to help build that community, and we can actually like you know get this channel going off the ground. Yes. We still need that sweet old delicious uh, custom URL <laughs> and not just a bunch of weird numbers and letters.
1: Yeah, we want youtube.com savannah where we're that's where We've we're been at over this
0: for. not happening well, i'm the villain I, I win
1: how many jokes <laughs> do i have to exhaust i i have this one and that's it so
0: i think you've already exhausted it <laughs> because i told Fair. you i'm here too <laughs> But yeah, if you're listening in the audio realms as well, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, CastBox, and Bandcamp, as mentioned earlier, then by all means, uh, follow us over there, subscribe if you can, uh, like whatever you can, leave comments, ratings, all that really nice stuff that's going to make us look really pretty. Yay! Because, again, community, and we want you to be part of it. Yes. And what did you think about today's episode? Are, are we right for loving Mr. Bungle? Do you hate Mr. Bungle for some yeah. stupid reason?
1: Yeah. Tell us what you <laughs> think we need to know.
0: We need and we want to know. Exactly. So let's hear what you got to say about it. But thank you very much for watching this episode. But just before we go, we do have another episode coming up next week. And if you want a little uh, hint, hint about <laughs> what it is, Savannah, it's your album to choose. What is coming next week?
1: Okay, so I couldn't really think of sort of a spoiler that, you know, it's not like they've been on a soundtrack that I know of or anything like that. So might be a little generic. Um, they are a... British, or they were they were a British progressive rock band they started in the 80s they started as one individual's project and that individual is now solo and they have been called the biggest artist you've never heard of I maybe not verbatim but uh, yeah and if you know, it's gonna be a good one
0: yeah i mean uh with with a description like that it should be interesting to be honest i have not heard of the band listening to next week so it's not like dream theater where i just haven't heard the album i haven't heard of the band yes when i saw it on the 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 list i was like who (laughs) i mean i'll I'll listen but who
1: (laughs) oh i'm so excited
0: yeah so it should be interesting and hopefully uh there won't be a through her eyes moment on that album that completely tanks it so hopefully i'll give it a decent score.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh-oh. let's hope. Uh oh. I'm I thinking like about he it, doesn't. and I'm just like, hmm. I don't think anything's gonna be that bad, though. No,
1: no, I don't. I think... don't think
0: anything will be that bad on this show ever again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad we got it out of the way at the beginning.
0: Right? Here I am, like four or five episodes later, still talking shit on that song. <laughs> Yikes! It left a lasting impact on me.
1: Yeah, and if you want to see how bad. Go watch the Dream Theater episode when we did Scenes from a Memory. I uh, my
0: head right now. There it is. Yep. Go watch it.
1: It, uh, it was an event.
0: It absolutely was. <laughs> okay. So thank you yes. very much for watching this episode. We appreciate your company. We're glad that we're here to watch it. We hope you enjoyed it. You should join us again next week, same time, same place, because we're here every Monday releasing brand new episodes. Oh, yeah! Maybe it's your favorite band, so you'll definitely want to hear it. So yeah, one more time. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Listen to some awesome music. See you soon, friends. Bye-bye.